Jason podcast. <laughs> it just gets me every time. Um, we're gonna talk about a pretty. I don't know. It's a pretty overlooked and um, scary subject, which is, um, you know, sex trafficking. Yes, nothing you ever learn about in school or... uh, People don't talk about it. Yeah, you never see anything about, yeah, sex trafficking, um, the news or anything. It's something you usually have to look into for yourself. And the facts aren't even right, I'm sure. Because um, there's a big group of people that are all related and they control the media and they're in on all of that trafficking and so they obviously don't want it to be something that people care about or have awareness of um a lot of it's just kind of like undercover they do it in a lot of sick ways and the numbers are just uncountable yeah it's yeah and it's interesting yeah so many more people have died of that than Many other diseases and viruses that are blown up, you know, all over the news, so our attention's pretty distracted. You know, it's like a war on children. It's, like, almost as bad as, like, um, colonialism. I don't know. But outside of the practical that people live, everything is energy, and they want more of it. Children have, like, the highest vibrations, the highest energy, and they're so beautiful, and they're just organic and natural and just, like, creative and imaginative, and they just live so wild, and, um, these people, or whatever the fuck they are, they, um, they need that. And then they also make a bunch of money with that, which is more energy. And it's just a whole system of... And then they're, they almost like desensitize like the public to it because they make jokes about... Um, yeah, they like on, openly joke about it. Yeah, on news in front of people and the public is laughing like, you know, like people, oh, it's just a joke, but you know, it's not it's real. Yeah, like, people are so stupid, they don't even, they're not even really thinking about what they're saying. Um, but my, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to add in, um, a lot of, like, these people kind of run into the whole, like, human trafficking, they mainly usually speak in symbolism, so if you, like, really open, I guess, your eyes and kind of just observe, uh, different symbols, you'll kind of start being able to connect a lot of people who are in this whole circle. Um, it's happened with, you know, in like third world countries at like adoption centers, you know, they'll steal children from there or like people running the adoption centers will be like, um, you know, organizing it and they make a shit ton of money off of it. And, and it's all covered up. Yeah. And there's even like, yeah, places where, um, kids are um they're they're not, they're not born with birth certificates so then that way it's easier to sell them because no one can keep track like they're literally born as like a cash crop 
And in Hollywood, Mel Gibson talks about how, you know, like, babies and, like, their blood is, like, a literal, like, currency. You know, like, they'll trade it for, like, rolls or, you know, like, whatever it is. And um, there's a chemical in the blood from kids when they uh, have their adrenaline going, usually from being, you know, like, terrified and um this chemical is at least they know it to make them like provide like a healthier life for like their skin yeah it makes like their or skin their, younger i don't know there's more... something there's something that these fucked up people found in that and um it's something that you can look into more but these things aren't talked about, and they're not known. Celebrities won't talk about it because they're all a part of, you know, secret societies. And um, But if you watch, like, their videos closely and what they say closely, you'll be able to see them, like, expressing what they do. Yeah. Or, like, there's, yeah, on certain talk shows, there's, like actors that talk about their the health of their skin and it's so beautiful and young looking because they use like baby foreskin or whatever the fuck it is and like who knows how they're getting that and what they're doing um and robin you should talk about um that book you read that talks about even the like what hillary clinton was doing yeah, so there was actually, there was these FBI guys that got Hillary Clinton's, um, I believe it was her secretary, he, they got his computer and were able to go through, they went through all the videos, you know, emails that was sent between him and Hillary and all the emails that Hillary sent out, and what they found was, um, most of them actually committed suicide after they watched those videos, and the rest... Um, I think they were able to release some information before they died. So everyone that saw those videos are now dead, but they're able to release some information to the public. Um, one talked about how, yeah, he couldn't even explain like what he saw. It was Hillary and one of her friends, and they were torturing this young girl in this room, and, um, like, it's, yeah, hard to like say because yeah, they were like literally like demolishing her face and like. Doing like yeah, very satanic things to the young girl. Like they they have like these like rituals. That's why I almost don't think that they're, um, they're not from here. I don't know what they are, but they're all. There's a huge connection. Um, they're all like in the same like blood family. Yeah, it kind of goes all the way back to like yeah, Venetians like. 1080 and uh, like those people were known to be living on the ocean so and they came here and switched their well what was it they had like jewish last names yeah they all had yeah the same jewish last name but then like the queen elizabeth she changed her last name to windsor to sound more german yeah uh, rothschilds they changed their last name to sound more friendly to you know the country that they were living in and see that's why it's like yeah i get confused because i'm like you know like where are we from exactly or like what is yeah like what's our backstory because it's like 
are we made of like what they are made of or are we but i feel like we've got to be more different because like yeah they have they have no ability uh for like empathy yeah it doesn't feel like they, they're, they're not to earth at yeah all. they like see us i don't know different and they've somehow been able to like completely control everything they're from they just understand a lot more and they're whatever they are they're just really messed up yeah and and even when uh like reservations of notice have masonic lodges um we just drove through one like the other day and um there's just this huge giant masonic lodge on main street in this indian reservation and everyone every other building around there was just kind of run down and stuff but there's just like this immaculate mason lodge and you know as you know indian uh, indigenous women get hit the worst with sex trafficking yeah it's just yeah just kind of something weird and like in the lodges it's it's only men um you know it's like a little secret group and like the the wives like put on like charities or whatever but uh those lodges started um what like the 1700s because the church was waging war on um <clears throat> who they thought was doing like witchcraft and they wanted to keep the practice and the magic alive whatever it was so they kind of formed their own like secret lodges so they're doing some i don't know what they're doing in there but they're doing something and there's like degrees and like certain things you have to do to like get higher in those rankings and they're in every single city, like even like just small towns. Yeah, their symbol is a compass with a G inside of it, and you'll see that in every single town you go to. Um, but my personal story, um, it's happened to me every single time I've like came uh, to Montana. So. The first time it happened, I was leaving Bozeman, Montana, and I had to go take finals in Laramie, Wyoming, and so I kind of left, like, in the evening, maybe it was around, like, four or something, and um, I'm just driving, and I was on the phone with Clover, and then I actually, there was a girl, which is so crazy, like, a week or two before this happened to me, she had a post on Facebook about, um, she was driving on this highway and there's this van that like was just in the middle of the road and, um, this guy was out of it and just standing there and like, like literally she didn't know whether to like, you know, just keep driving and like, or like stop but she just kept driving and then the dude jumped out of the way and there was another story about like these cars like these trucks trying to like box this girl in on the interstate so it was kind of crazy but I came away I was like aware of it and I'm driving from Bozeman back home and I'm like a little ways outside of Billings and I just noticed that um I can't get around this truck and I was like oh this is kind of weird and then you know I like a kind of like a minute or two into it I was like okay and then I see there's so there's a white truck on the side and then there's a black truck um right in front of me 
and they're kind of having me like pinched I'm kind of like boxed in right there and then I was like and then it hit me I was like okay I was like this is fucked I was like this is oh my god and I was on the phone with Clover I'm like oh my god like this is happening to me that same thing that happened to that girl I was like that's what this is and then I was like I was like god I was like I don't know what to do and I was trying to just you know stay calm and like not freak out so they didn't really I I just tried to keep it like low-key so they wouldn't do anything crazy but they were like I was trying to like slow up but they'd slow up with me and like they kept me right there and it just they were only there for a short time um when all of a sudden we and there was other cars around in the distance too which is crazy because they were still going to try to like get me off the road and like I don't know what they were going to do probably just try to take me and um I we there the first exit for Billings came up and they just sped up and just took it and I was like oh my god and I was like okay I was like what do I do do I take this too and like go somewhere like get a cop or like to keep going and I just decided to floor it and I was like okay they took that exit I'm like I'm just gonna fly I'm like I just gotta make it to Wyoming so I'm going as fast as I can like literally over a hundred and um I'm like looking in my rear view mirror and uh you know, like, I would kind of see lights in the distance, I was just being so alert, and so aware, and I was just, like, really fucking scared, and, um, I, you know, I ran out of service, there's, like, no service, it's this super long highway, I drove for about an hour, and then I was, like, okay, I was, like, I, my, my gas was on E, and I was, like, I've gotta, like, get some gas, and so there was this exit coming up, and I took the exit, and I, it was kind of this sketchy, um, it was a reservation, I forgot what it was called, um, but I took that exit, and I went into it, it as, like, a small little town, and I pulled up to the gas pump, and within seconds, that white truck pulled up on one side of the gas station, and then that big black truck pulled up on the other side, I was like, oh my fucking goodness, like, how... I didn't see them on the highway. I, like, have no idea that they knew where I was, that they stayed up with me. It was just crazy that they were right there. Like, they were on some other road, I'm sure. But I, like, was trying to play it cool, got out of my car, and I, like, walked straight to that gas station. I didn't, like, look at them or anything. I don't know who was in those trucks. And I called my dad, and, um, you know, I'm kind of, like, crying at this point. And inside the gas station, it was just scary. For some reason, it just felt like everyone was watching me. And um, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, like, what do I do? I'm like, all oh, this is happening. And I'm like, this is, like, so scary. I'm like, they could even just call me in here and grab me. And so uh, I hung up, and I called a cop. And then I was just peeking out the window. And then when the cops showed up, those trucks were gone. And um, there's a lot of instances where even the cops are in on it too. So, like, you've got to be careful of that as well. But, and I, I talked to him and I was, like, begging him to follow me home. I was, like, telling him what happened. And so he um, started following me. And... Um, we weren't quite to the Wyoming border yet. We were at, like, some county line, and he said he couldn't, like, go outside of that. And I was like, I was like, no, I was like, please, like, I was like, can you just, like, follow me? But he followed a little bit longer, and then he said he had to, like, turn around and go back. And I was like, okay. 
I was like, okay, I can do this. I can book it to Wyoming, but there's no service out here. And so I just started, like, flying again on this highway. And, like, I would see lights and, like, you know, I'd get so freaked out and, like, try to just, like, stay way ahead of whatever I thought it was. And, like, you know, it's just this long, empty road. And I don't know what's going to happen or where they could come from. It's so helpless. Like, there's nothing I could do. I had no gun, no pepper spray. I'm in this small car and they have these huge trucks and they were already trying to push me off the road. And I'm like, now I'm out here by myself. And, um, I made it to Sheridan, Wyoming, instantly pulled into that like first gas station and called a cop and they came. And the first cop was such an asshole. He was like, asking me if I was like if I had drugs or like if I was I don't know drinking and like was kind of trying to look at my car and I was like what the fuck and like because I'm I'm like crying and I'm scared and like he thinks I'm just like making this up it was just terrible and um so anyway uh there was like two other cops that showed up and this older guy he was so awesome like you know he had kids and he knew um he knew it like it was like a serious situation and he said to never stop and get uh fuel in between Billings and Sheridan you know like fill up in Billings and fill up in Sheridan because it's really dangerous and there's a lot of trafficking that happens in between that area so I'm lucky like nothing happened when I stopped in that one little town and you know it's like Ever since then, it's like, you know, I wear my hair up, like, in a bun in the car, and I have my hood pulled over it, because, like, you don't want people to think you're this girl all alone, but, um, the cop in Sheridan, he followed me all the way to Gillette, Wyoming, and I stayed at my sister's house, and, like, I was just so scared that whole night, just thinking they were gonna, like, find me and, like, come there, and, I don't know, maybe do something to, like, my sister, um, Anyway, then the next day I had this weird sense of like power and anger and I was like, I'm not fucking afraid. And I still drove all the way to Laramie, did a stupid final, but no one messed with me. And then I came back and then um, I was so alert on the road coming back to Bozeman. I There was some weird thing. You can just feel people watching you. Like definitely be aware at gas stations when you stop. Because, like, you never know when they're pointing you out or when they're picking to, like, you know, pursue you. And um, so I'm like, okay, that's got to be the last of that. You know, I'm with Clover now. There's two of us. They wouldn't fuck with us. We go skiing at Targi, Wyoming. And we're coming back to Big Sky on that road. And it's, like, snowing and the roads are kind of bad. And uh, this was, like, a couple weeks later. And... um, we're just vibing, listening to music when this white van, it was like a newer modeled van, and it, um, like, what exactly? He's, you noticed yeah. that you couldn't get over? He came right up next to us. It was kind of weird because I, before, right before it happened, I had this, like, over this feeling of, like, a predator. Like, I was prey. I had this feeling like I was being hunted. And then, like, a few minutes later, he, it's a van and I'm like okay I just think he's passing but he drives at the same speed next to me for a long while and then I look over and he's just just a really scary just staring staring right into our car for a long time just like and it was just such a predator look yeah and Clover got like you know really freaked out 
and I even tried slowing up to get behind him and he and he's he slowed up a ton and got right behind me yeah and then I knew like we were in danger like he was gonna and there's this kind of like uh it was pretty steep off the road so it's like if he pushed us off we were gonna like get pretty fucked up and then you know it was that instance where we're like okay he pushes us off the road you know, like, I think we should just, just run for it, just get out of the car and just, like, sprint, even though the snow is, like, so deep, you know, you get to that point where you have to start planning for that, like, we're completely helpless, and, um, we were so fucking, I don't, like, it was just, like, the universe saving us, because then right up ahead, there was, like, a accident, and there was cops there, like, uh, some truck slid off the road or something, and so then that van passed us and, like, kept going, we're like, okay, we're like, let's go super slow and stay away from that guy. Like, maybe he's gone. We drive and we get to Big Sky. And um, we keep going by Big Sky to head down to uh, Bozeman. And he's just randomly pops up on the highway right behind us. I think he was waiting at a gas station yeah, he for like, us. Yeah, he like, and like saw us. He like, he probably came knew and found we were going us. to Bozeman. And then, um,. And, and then he was right fucking there and we but we were kind of still where some cars were and so he wasn't gonna try anything yet and i was like we gotta just like whip around like we we're not driving back yeah. it's that whole long windy road and we no just service. well we stopped at the stoplight that was right next to a gas station and he stopped too and it turned green and he wasn't going and then yeah or did we pull over and we're waiting for him to we literally stopped and we're waiting for him to pass us like yeah. in front of the gas station yeah and he stopped and he, i think he was thinking about it but there was people nearby so he just drove around us and took and off and we whipped around went to a bus station parked our car jumped on a bus we even tried to call a cop and like tell him what was going on and they just they don't listen like, i don't know they just don't give a fuck and they didn't treat it like it was anything and we're like there's a there's a fucking predator in this van who knows what he has in the van already and like you guys aren't even gonna look into it it's just crazy and so we jumped on the bus and it was just it felt so safe and like it's just, like, the scariest feeling. Like, you don't know what it's like until it's actually happening. You're completely helpless. And, like, I don't know. It's crazy the lengths that they'll go to just to get you. Because, you know, you're worth a lot of money and a lot of... I don't know what they would do with you. But we rode the bus back home. And then... um it's crazy because right now we're in this place in <laughs> montana again we came back and um it's weird because this room it's like a one bedroom house and this room has one door that goes to the bathroom and then one door that goes out to the kitchen and they both have locks only on the outside so it's meant to lock people in the room and the vents are, like, on the ceiling and not, like, you know, on the side of the wall or floor. Oh, and the smoke alarm's ripped out. It's just kind of some... It's weird, but, like... And then the the door has, like, impressions of, like... It's, like, cracked. Like, someone was trying to, like, kick it open and get out, probably. I don't know. You just definitely gotta be, like... Gotta be really, like, mindful of those kind of things. And then the other night... I was up, I don't know, it was like 1 or 2 a.m., and I was still awake, but Robin and Clover were asleep, and I was on the phone with a friend, and um, the I heard the door handle, like, turn, 
and I kind of like I put the phone on mute and I was just listening and I was like and it literally sounded like someone like walked in the house and it just like oh my god I got just these like chills all over my body and I was like and I was just quiet and I was just trying to listen but I was like okay no I'm like maybe that's nothing I'm like oh god so then I'm like still I like I'm talking on the phone pretending like nothing's happening but then I'm like in the back of my head I'm like I should be like preparing for something and like waking these guys up and then I'm hearing like like shifting in the floor like steps and I'm like oh god and I'm like kind of listening but still talking on the phone and um maybe the like the guy probably thought that we were all going to be asleep and then he could just come and lock us in this room real quick but I was still awake because I'm a night owl (laughs) (laughs) and um then the door handle and the door shut and it's a very distinct sound like someone opened the door and someone closed the door and Robin and Clover just jolted up like they heard it and then I hung the phone up and then I started we have a revolver now (laughs) so I loaded that thing all the way up I put all the bullets in my pocket and we just like instantly like barricaded the room without thinking that like we're putting ourselves in their trap though like shutting these doors and locking us in here and there's one window but a guy could easily like be outside of the window like I don't know what would happen but we stayed up and we were just waiting and listening and like you know just whispering because it's like it definitely there was someone in the house mm-hmm. and um it's like a small town montana they probably know we're three girls alone and um we later we just got so scared that we called a cop and then he came and like looked around and um he was on patrol till like 6 a.m so he just kept coming by and so we felt like we were good but then the other night we just got scared again and like heard some stuff so we called another cop and then he patrolled around and then so it's like we kind of just got to leave by now um don't know what's going on or what could happen but those things are super real and they're common and um you never know if it's going to be, like, a group of men or... You just don't know what's going to happen. We've only got so many bullets. Yeah, and you got to listen to, yeah, your, like, gut instincts. If you feel like, yeah, something's there, you've got to listen to oh, that. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why are we staying tonight? <laughs> I know. I wanted to go back home yesterday. <laughs> but these guys want to stay one more night. Just yeah, kidding. it's just... I don't want to drive on long roads when it's dark. Yeah, because even the roads are dangerous. Especially if you don't have service. Yeah, like, always let someone know when you're on the road. But, and there was even, there's multiple girls, and, like, you know what I mean? Clover together, they still try to do that. And so, you should have a gun, and you should be pretty alert. And, honestly, for sure, driving through Wyoming, you should not be alone. Or, Montana. Montana. Well, and Wyoming. There's stuff that happens in Wyoming. But I know Montana, every time I've came here, stuff like this has happened, so I don't know. You definitely have to be aware. Yeah, and there's um, kind of an interesting thing. There's, like, this map that shows where most of the trafficking happens, and it's all along um, these long highways, like, all along, you know, like, up California, down to, like, just throughout the whole United States, and you can follow it along with, like... A lot of so like highways are like a main, main yeah. spot for yeah trafficking people, and 
it's, you know, it's like, who are these people? Are they, uh, like, why are they like that? You know, are they like a Ted Bundy sort of mind where it's just completely like, um, it's a completely skewed mindset and they feel no compassion? Um, or are they just like so in love with money that they do it? It's like, I don't know. Or are they just completely ran by, I guess, secret societies? I have no idea. But it's not love. And um, you, you really can't trust a lot of people. Because you never really know. And I mean, like, yeah, we, it's a, it's such a scary thing. And you don't want to be in that position where you're completely helpless. Um, Because they're just, they're primitive. It's animal-like. Like, they're going to do whatever to, like, take you. And, yeah, if you're ever in that situation, you, you can't be scared. Just be strong and, like, try to think it through. But also, like, act quickly. And, um, just try to never be, like, alone when you're going places. And, yeah, you can, like, try to, like, prepare in advance for certain things. Always kind of know, like, your way out. And, I mean, we, we've done door-to-door sales for two years now, and it was mainly along, like, the East Coast, and nothing has happened it's usually you know during daylight but um last summer I did have a truck that was following me that I noticed and then um it would like pull into certain driveways but no one would get out and I'm just walking along the street and I'm just watching and then they back up and then like zoom off and I'm like okay it was like for like a week I felt like I was kind of being watched and then there was like this van it pretended to like give someone mail but I didn't see them like put mail in the mailbox it was just weird and then and one it was even a girl driving and I don't know it's just some weird stuff like you never really know what's going on but just be aware um they uh, like a society that sees the weakest you know women and children as something to prey on is just completely fucked up like there is our virtue is you know completely gone like you got like men are supposed to be protective and um they're the ones you know making you know women and kids be in danger yeah there's this um interesting thing do you remember who wrote it um it was about how we always talk about how many women have been raped, how many women have been sexually assaulted, how many uh, women got pregnant, rather than talking about how many men raped women. How yeah, it's like a passive... sexually assaulted girls, how many men got girls pregnant. Yeah, they're using this passive voice, and so it's it's shifting the attention away from, you know, who's causing it. And it's like, okay, women are having this happen to them. But instead, yeah, it should be 
men doing this or whoever doing this and yeah yeah then it would shift not just like a problem happening to women but like who's doing it but people have to just like start fucking talking about it so stupid that it's not something huge and not something that people care about you know and like i hate that celebrities don't talk about it it's like not a thing and it's probably because most of them are involved in it or doing it it's just like we got a really we got a really sick world and people are just mind controlled by all of their pleasures and they are listening to their ignorance and that is it did you have anything else to that hit it but yeah definitely something yeah look into stay aware and yeah I think we should all be talking a lot more about this because there are so many kids that are just in the scariest places right now that we have no idea about no one's cracking it on it you know I don't even know what our what the, like isn't the FBI is all they're all controlled. Yeah, they're all by that certain group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And literally, our military should only be used, well, for the majority, for saving our children that are here. No one's. I feel like there's not near as much effort being put into saving these children because the people running everything are evil, and that's why the people have to take their power back. Because, for the most part, um, you know, I think the normal everyday Joe is a good person. And I think we need to be the ones starting to just stop it. It has to be us. Yeah. Like, go, we need to go off and just kill all the pedophiles. Yeah. Take all of them out of their political positions. Like, the people have the power and we don't act like it. We like people to tell us what to do. And these people are bad. And we are just letting them do this and run things. When they are terrible people with no virtue. Yeah, they're all united. So, like, if the whole uh, public united together, we could definitely take that out. Yeah, get rid of these evil leaders and just start protecting our children and our women. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Be aware of it. Talk about it.